0: That sci-fi love and black hands glove will rock your foundation without hesitation. Chad and March, face evil's mind. Hey everybody, I'm Chad Boekelman.
1: I'm Mark Marble. And
0: this is the Lantern Cast.
1: Episode 260.
0: That's right, we are covering Green Lantern Corps and Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, whatever you want to say. Uh, number two and number three. These came out in the month of July? No, August. August, that's right. Alright, I'm taking the first issue and Mark is taking the second one. Um... So we are talking uh, uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, number two, uh, Sinestro's Law, part two, writer Robert Venditti, uh, penciler Rafa Sandoval, inker Jordi Tarragona, colorist Tomei Mori, letterer Dave Sharp, cover by Sandoval Targall and Mori, Variant cover by Kevin Nolan. Editor Mike Cotton. Assistant editor Andrew Marino and group editor Eddie Berganza. Title is called Recon. So we open up on Mogo. The Green Lantern Corps is back in the universe in Mogo, but in a uncharted sector of space. They not uncharted. They just don't know where they are because. Their rings are kind of offline. Um, lots of lanterns are wounded. Uh, some of them are still dying. Uh, the Green Lantern core is down to, let's see what the number is here. Uh, 399. Yeah, 399 of 7,200 lanterns remaining. Um, so basically what happens is since they don't know where they are or what's going on, John recruits Guy to be the one to go out there because they don't. They also have communications offline. So, basically, whoever John sends to do some recon, uh, hence the name of the title, um, is going out there in the dark, quite literally. No communication with the Lanterns based on uh, Mogo. Um, none of that stuff. So, Guy says, uh, I'll grab my gear. Um, cut over to um hal battling a couple of members of the sinestro corps he's trying to get some information out of them about um where the green lantern corps is then back over on the war world sinestro is having a conversation with his daughter sora about he used her to help uh instill the universe's quote-unquote confidence in the sinestro corps war basically as he puts it um you know you're, uh, But kindness and generosity um, do not bring order. Your nature got us in the door. My nature will ensure we stay that way. All of a sudden, Sinestro see, receives a communication from the two lanterns going up against Hal. The fact that they are going up against Hal in the first place, he t- orders them to retreat to not bring in Hal. They ignore that order and take him on and, of course, lose because that's why Sinestro didn't... told him not to do anything in the first place Uh, then we see uh, Guy back on the planet Mogo talking with Kilowog and John about um, you know what what the plan is Uh, essentially hey you're going out into the dark we don't have communications you've got 24 hours charge if you run into any sort of opposition don't be a hero just you know come back and tell us what's going on um <clears throat> sorry i'll edit that part out <coughs> um after uh guy flies off he's kilowog says do you think he will do any of what you just said would you kill kilowog would i so why send him because someone has to go and because no matter what he no, no matter what he runs out into out there of all the lanterns i've ever known guy gardner is the only one too thick-headed to die uh, Hal is chasing down some of these the, the, the two Sinestro Corps members that ran from him. All of a sudden, right as he appears on the surface, a gaggle <laughs> of uh, of um, Sinestro Corps members meet him there and start taking uh, the locals hostage. Next, Temple of Fear.
1: So what do you think?
0: I like this better than the... Um, green lanterns series yeah so 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 far, um, green Lanterns still has potential, but they I feel like they're dragging a little bit, uh as we said last episode, so but um you know, I like it, um just I don't know, I just feel uh, I don't know yet how to feel about these things yet i i guess i I really need to start reading these comics as they hit to get a feel for them because i can't really get a good sense of if the stories are dragging or or, or what you know i just like because i you know i read them you know like a day or two before we record all at a pace instead of reading them as they come out it just I'm, i guess i'm not getting a the feel of the bi-weekly release schedule right. and so it's hard for me to speak to it on that front so I'm just sort of reading these as issues that I'm just catching up on. So it's kind of hard for me to get a feel for the new release schedule and whether or not they're telling something concrete or, you know, whatever. But I do like the Hal stuff, and, and, and I do like... I did like that we are you know... I, I, did, I did like the, the Guy Gardner, John Stewart stuff.
1: I did like that, too. I kind of like... Uh, visually, I liked how the how it began on Mogo because in a way it almost seems like it should be OWA because it's so de- it's so decimated and empty and everything else. So, but it just just the way John's staring there with his head down in the, in that in that middle panel on the first page. I think that just kind of gives that just sets the sets the mood perfectly for exactly where the Green Lantern Corps is. And then once they actually give you the number of Green Lantern Corps members or lack thereof that actually still exist. That, that kind of li- really puts it in per- perspective how uh, how bad off they really are. Um, let's see. I, I I hated that cover with him fighting the bull wearing the khaki pants. <laughs> that, 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 that I gotta be honest with you. I see that cover. That looks like looks, looks like a Billy Tan cover to me.
0: <laughs> I do like I the main his- cover though. What? I do like the other cover though.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. But this but that 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 bull. That bull with the, carrying a, carrying a mace, wearing a friggin' pair of pants. That that looks just like a. Especially how stiff Hal looks. Uh, it just it that's just a horrible cover. I don't I don't quite get that. Um, what I actually, with both these issues. I guess we kind of we kind of at least up to this point we kind of get why uh, Ethan Van Skyver was able to be as far ahead with his issues as he is because he didn't draw either one of these two. <laughs> <laughs> you figure he'd be drawing at least one issue every month but maybe it's going to balance out maybe there'll be one month and both those issues are actually going to be his so maybe that maybe that's maybe that's the approach they're taking to be fair now that the book is actually in, you know in you know in flux here. in media res maybe a better way to say saying it now that we're, this book is actually underway that maybe that's how it'll actually be instead of alternating artists in the same month they're just going to alternate months so that's kind of probably Probably more what it's going to be. I, I kind of like the fact that what we had that the, the, the two green the two yellow lanterns that Hal runs into happened to be uh, what Slush and Mash. Yeah. <laughs> what a great what a great team that was. You know, you guys, you, your names are so great. We're sticking you together. You're gonna be sector partners. That I, I liked that. I I thought there was when they have when. When Slush is communicating with Sinestro, and trying to make the, and letting them know what's going on, I think that was at least maybe it was written fine. The way it was executed, I just thought if you look at those, you look at that double that double page spread. I thought there was no need to have that bubble when uh, after when he's saying urgent 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 message from Slush blah blah blah, and Sinestro says go ahead, and then they have that Planet Joine bubble. I think that's the one that should have been moved over. To, the next picture of Sinestro's face. They didn't need that identity, Hal Jordan, uh, bubble, because I think it would be ju- much more of a dramatic effect if you go on to the next page, and just say a conflict with the Green Lantern and Sinestro's is going ridiculous. Show me. Then you see Hal's face, especially when you have Sora going Hal and then Sinestro going Jordan. I think that I think that was kind of like maybe beating a dead horse. That would have been a more dramatic reveal than having that. You know that bubble up there, that that ring bubble, telling you that oh they're fighting Hell Jordan before you even see it. That seems like I, that was just it's kind of a nitpick, I guess, but to me that from a from a storytelling point of view, that seemed to k- kind of like suck a little bit of, of the big moment away from uh, from it from the reveal. Uh, I don't know. I think it was it was okay. I think to be fair, I think both in I think both of these books, as we you know, as we discussed when we discussed uh, Green Lantern last episode, I think both both of these books are doing a lot of setup and a lot of setup, and maybe they feel that they can get away with it not just because it's rebirth and you have to do a little bit of that exposition, but because you're getting two stories, you're getting two books a month. Maybe in each title, maybe they you, they feel they can get away with more more of this stuff because there's two. I don't know, but I think I think. It's more true for Green Lanterns, as we said, but I think it's also true for this book. There's gotta be a little bit more payoff soon, even, even though there, we are based on the solicits, you know in this book there's gonna be more of these interesting stuff going on. But we just quite haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> but it was good. it was it was good for what it was. It was enjoyable. I mean I can't I can't say I've been disappointed, you know, in either one of these in, in either or any of the th- three issues of uh, Hal Jordan so far, I haven't been overly, you know, impressed or captivated. But, but I guess that's that's what I think anyway.
0: I'm also curious if um, if Green Lantern and Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps is doing it right in terms of the artist switching up, like you mentioned earlier. Because with Wonder Woman, at least you're getting, uh, you know, kind of alternating timeline stories so that i guess when they trade it it'll be different uh or at least it'll make sense like whether or not they do all the current stuff in one trade and all the past stuff in another trade uh or if they you know just trade it in publishing order uh if that'll work out or not i'm not sure like how they're how they're gonna do it but at least if they're the different styles that the artists have makes sense and in this case, um, I don't know. I don't feel like the this artist or, or I, I Rafa's uh, art style and Ethan's style match enough to where these would make sense traded side by side.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I guess. Well, obviously, with a lot of this, we are going to have a better feel once this book gets closer to. 12 issues, which is only, like, six months, <laughs> give or take. So, I I don't know. I I think there's, I mean, it's hard to really know how how everything's going to mesh at this point. And, again, we're just assuming at this point, since we've had these last couple, this whole month's worth of issues, Ethan wasn't involved. So, we can only assume Ethan's going to be involved in uh, the September issues.
0: Yeah. The, uh... You were mentioning the sector partner you know uh, um, slush and mash um it's interesting because slush doesn't talk and mash talks enough for three people yes
1: <laughs> as how as Hal points out <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's cool um I don't know if that, he does he does actually talk but it's never translated that is true hmm. Let's see what else. Um I mean it totally makes sense that he picks that John picks guy.
1: Oh yeah, that makes absolute that, that just that just suits his personality to a T. So you would, you know, you would assume that that's what um that would be something that'd be something guy would volunteer for given, you know, given the opportunity himself, let alone of uh, uh John trying to kind of like uh go there and like uh grease the palms and everything to get to get them ready to accept the it's like, we need you guys. It's like it's like yeah, guy, guy would be willing to just go out and do it anyway because that, as John said, it's it's his person, it's his personality type, and the fact that if there's anybody, if there's anybody stubborn enough to come back in one piece regardless, it's it's, John, it's guy. I think
0: it's interesting that that uh, I mean it. It makes sense, but I like that guy grabs a backpack. So now we're going to see guy out, you know, doing lantern stuff and you know being a pain in the butt, but also wearing a backpack. <laughs> well, all he needs to do is find the gauntlet; he'll be in good shape. <laughs> uh, uh, anything else about this issue?
1: No, I think I think we're good all right you're up all right let's see how good a job I, I I'll do with this one since this, this uh, I read this book once when I picked it up yesterday so let's see how I so we, we, we pick up where we left we pick up on mogo uh, still in space sector unknown but at least we, at least we're, we're given a nice little uh, prologue here that at least the damage control is underway <laughs> so so at least you're kind of getting you're getting the impression that uh before long, Things are going to be up online, but at the moment they're John. So John is completely frustrated because he's trying to communicate with Guy, and and he keeps getting the error communication message. And it's like, oh, it's like calculate the distance and direction to Lantern Gardener, and it's like, oh, the positioning. Our GPS recalculating, recalculating. Our GPS is not working. And then we and then we then it switches to Guy, which is you know which is right on cue after John says, "You better not be dead." And of course, Guy is not dead, but but there he is wearing the backpack that uh, Chad just mentioned, which is kind of a goofy looking backpack anyway. And Guy Gardner's there with blood on his face and blood on his fists, and apparently he's and you kind of see the shadows of him duking it out with some things that don't look friendly at all and don't look very hospitable under any circumstance. And Guy's just seemingly enjoying it, like he says, "Come they come and help." Come on, help me blow off some steam. And that's and that's pretty much <laughs> and that's our Guy Gardner moment of the of the episode, really, <laughs> of the issue. Uh, so back in Space Sector Five Six Three, we have we pick up at the as Chad described it, about the gaggle. At mm-hmm. the time you years, the gaggle of Sinestro Corps members, some of which look pretty cool, that have shown up to try to. They basically were using the civilians on this uh, planet as bait. For Hal Jordan, and they're pretty much all there. And you know, <laughs> Hal's at least honest enough to go, "Oh, this is taking a bad turn." And it's like, uh, "Let the captives go, and then we can continue our fight." And of course, the Sinestro Corps members have really no desire to do that, since they know that's uh, that that is their upper hand right now. And and we have a, a lot of this issue, and it's is really, it's kind of funny because it's really action packed the stuff with Hal and, and the Sinestro Corps. But it doesn't. But on the same to me anyway, it didn't really do much for me, I'll be honest with you. I mean there's some cool there are cool uh panels and everything, but it just doesn't it just seemed like again it's something that could have been told maybe in a shorter I don't know, a shorter period of time, even in one book. But Hal and the Sinestro Corps engage in their battle. Uh back in Space Sector Zero on War World, Sinestro doing his as as we talk as we talked about not that long ago in the uh Emerald Knights commentary episode no nobody hovers and kind of looks douchey at the same time like sinestro <laughs> so sinestro is hovering in his parallax outfit and of course uh, an emissary ship shows up and administer lash is the is the main uh the main character here that we care about of of the emissaries and they pretty much are part of the sacrament. And I guess sacrament is some re- religious order that the Green Lantern Corps pretty much had done, pretty much did everything in their power to put out of existence. But they did not succeed. And now that Sinestro is there, Sinestro somehow they have they're forming an alliance, Sinestro and Administer Lash. Sinestro has gotten some of the some, uh, ceremonial implements that the sect needs, and they're pretty much going to. Uh, in bed together, if you will. Sinestro says, you know, he sees the value of religion, and at least to a certain extent, you know, basically uh, he at the they just they both kind of like platitudes here, just saying, oh, then no our partnership, you know, should yield results that are beneficial to both of us. Sinestro kind of points out, you know, the opposition is extinguished, and you know, the final few embers fade as we speak, which is a really cool segue to seeing, yeah, Hal continue his battle against the Sinestro Corps as this, you know, Hal's really cocky because of course it's Hal at first, making it sound like oh, kind of like Cap, I could do this all day. <laughs> except as, you know, except as the battle continues, we kind of get we kind of get uh, cut panels to go to different space sectors in which, and this kind of bothered me to a certain extent, though we knew it was coming, that we actually get to see the Sinestro Corps starting to carry out uh, Sinestro's decree of instilling great fear. So all, so so many of these planets, not all, but so many of these sectors and so many of these planets that willingly accepted the Sinestro Corps as their police force now are basically having having the Sinestro Corps turn on them, and and they don't understand. And of course, they're instilling more and more fear in these people and in, in the populace of these sectors. And as that as that happens, the and how continues his fight with the Sinestro Core more shockingly enough. Kinda of like kinda of like the uh, but the Hell Tower, it seems, that the fear engine and everything else that Sinestro has, maybe is harnessing this power and magnify and it helps magnify the power of the Sinestro Core rings, almost like what Saint Walker did. But either way, during the fight, as it goes on, the Sinestro Core rings keep powering up, powering up, powering up until they eventually get to you know until they eventually get to two hundred percent. And once he gets to 200%, you know, Hal Jordan, despite his best efforts to try to save, you know, save the populace, especially this little kid that he's reaching for and trying to break free from this, you know, this, it's almost like a cross between a squid and then Starro, it almost looks like. But, sinest- but at the vent- eventually, once the Sinestro Corps' rings all charge up to 200%, Hal is beaten. And, of course, they, uh... At that moment, they inform Lord Sinestro how Jordan is beaten. Next, Prisoner of the Fear Engine. And let's go through the creative team, since I didn't bother with that. Uh, this was Sinestro's Law, Part 3, An Innocence Lost. Robert Venditti, writer. Raphael Sandoval, penciler. Uh, Jordi Tarragona, inker. Tomei More, colorist. Dave Sharp, litterer. Sandoval, Tarrag- Tarragona, and More did the cover. Kevin Nolan did the variant cover too. Assistant editor Andrew Marino, Mike Cotton, the editor, and Eddie Braganza group editor. Shazam!
0: Interesting. This, this is part of why I say I should probably start reading all these things as they come out. I just... I feel like all we're getting is set up. Yeah. I mean, like... And, and not that these issues aren't interesting or, you know, entertaining or anything. It's just that I feel like I feel like with, with bi-weekly publishing, we should be getting more payoff than we're getting. Not that we shouldn't be setting up, you know, more and more things as we go, because that's the whole point of telling a story. You know, you tell a story and then set up the next one and go from there. But I feel like they're just taking advantage of, let's say, let's say the, the typical storyline in Green Lantern before the before Rebirth and the bi-weekly publishing uh, or the... You know, the yeah the bi-weekly publishing schedule uh, was it was six issues, you know, six months, whatever. Um, you know, then that's being charitable. Um, now they're going, oh, well, we got 12 issues to tell one story. N- no, not really. You can, like, take advantage of it. Like, give me two stories in, every six months instead of one. Like, I don't...
1: No, I, I, my sentiment is exactly this, exactly as yours, and and I think I, I kind of echoed it, and you're echoing what I said to, uh, the idea that it's in a way because, because of the fact that they have two issues, exactly what you said. It seems like they think they can, they think it's okay to spread out maybe whatever kind of background that or setup they need to give us that they can spread it out in equally maybe amongst two issues as opposed to just giving us a little bit or maybe like three or four pages of it, and then get it over with and just keep going forward and delve deeper into where all this is going. Uh, there is there is a whole lot of setup. I mean, I mean, here we are, what, through through three issues, four if you're counting the one shot, and, you know, this, yes, the Green Lantern core is back, but the Green Lantern Corps is not functioning. The Sinestro core is functioning, and we guess we kind of get the first idea of the benefit of Sinestro's Plan of why instilling fear is a good thing, though you all the, pro, the the problem I have with it is that you just see the folly in what he's doing right off the bat. That you know it's going to be a short term thing, but long term it's going to cause much more harm and hurt him, and probably hurt his core than the than the benefits of continuing on the way they did and maybe slowly but surely transition transition into what they're doing. It just seems like the end. It just seems like it's such. It's yes, it's it's Sinestro's egotism and Sinestro's way of looking at things, and you can't. So you can't. You cannot say that it's out of character, but it is really, really poor strategic thinking long term for Sinestro. Even if he really, one hundred percent, truly believed the Green Lantern Corps was like dead and and or could never come back again, because them being gone doesn't mean that they couldn't come back. Because we've been down that road before. So it just seems like setting yourself up as the pricks of the universe after everybody was willing to embrace you as the champions of the universe and just openly making that switch, one, two, three, like a, like a heel turn in wrestling, just doing it out of the, out of the blue just to get the, rea- the initial reaction. It just seems like it's really shooting yourself in the foot and there's almost no way this could end well for them. Long term, and it just seems like Sinestro should be should be brighter should be brighter than this, and should at least be able to at least distinguish maybe what parts of the universe need the tough love, if you will, versus the, some parts that don't. There are some parts that maybe there are some parts and some populaces that don't need to have fear instilled in them in order for them to have order, or not that kind of fear. And there's others, that the only thing, way they're going to understand anything is, is by making them afraid, and you can understand that it's like dealing with people, it's like dealing with bullies and, and other things, or some people that only understand one thing, and no matter how much you try to reason with them or use a different approach, it'll never work. But I don't know. So that's that's the issue I have with 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 his tact with his tactic. Uh, I am always intrigued by you know, but, but Sinestro, ha- you know what plan Sinestro has next that we haven't seen. He i's,
0: but there's no there's no continuation from the prior thing like we still have no idea what happened to parallax.
1: Yeah, but they're, build, they're building towards that. And I think
0: But that's just it. They're building yeah, towards it. Yes. They're, we know, sh- we should have some mention, some hint, some something. Like they're all 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 this is is set up for for whatever this sanctuary or whatever the hell it is thing is. There were, I mean, there was, a, there was a
1: little bit of setup. Let's, let's go back to the other issue. I think relating to Parallax, there was a little bit of a hint at this, because this is something you and I talked about last time we talked about uh, Hal in the Corps, and when you and I talked off-air about this, too. That I think there's a little more hint that, that hint that there's a little more to me going on than just Parallax being in him again. Because even Sora says, uh, you were dying. I'm a doctor. I know you had little time to- how little time you had left all the while you knew the parallax entity had the power to rejuvenate you. So why the ruse? So yes, you could once again interpret that as oh he just has parallax inside of him but that doesn't wouldn't to me that still doesn't explain why the, the, the fear imprint in the universe was so much greater. Than it was at any other time before that, and Hal Jordan felt it like the uh, like a knife going through him. I think there was some. I still think that he did not kill Parallax. So, but, but what he said uh, to Parallax, I just need one thing more from you. Everything. I think he drained. Either, he either drain He drained Parallax to the point where either where Parallax. I don't think he's dead, but maybe he's like almost in a. Maybe he's just in a like a comatose state he shrunk down. I don't know, but I don't think it's as simple as him taking parallax back in him because he's done that before and that's not and why would that even be a sacrifice for parallax Parallax wants a host as opposed to being locked locked up somewhere. I think he I think he drained most of the life essence out of parallax and that's the reason and that's why there's a different react that's why the, the uh, scales of fear, Kind of tipped in a different direction, and maybe that's why Hal was able was able to uh, was able to feel it. And again, potential setup. There's something again, real, and some somebody else pointed this out, and I think it's actually potentially dead, dead on. That uh, when like when Hal's just about to be beaten, when it's like when when he's reaching for the for the kid as the power levels are spiking, he's like, "I can save you. I can save everyone." Just like he said, like in a I think when the series began, the idea about, uh, like in, I forget how he phrased it, but something along the lines of setting everything right or whatever, that may be the reason why he's saying things that are closer to what Parallax said, or he said as Parallax, is because of the fear. Because the fear, because of the, the fear in the universe is rising, and that's kind of Hal's, kind of like, uh, his even if it's an involuntary reaction to it, that, that, that Hal feels that fear, and it's still, and even though it's not Twisting the way he's really doing things, but maybe also because of his relationship with fear, having been the host, that because the fear in the universe is rising, that it has a little subconscious, a little subconscious effect in a way that he doesn't even realize just about the about the way he's reacting to things. So, but yet, yeah, yeah, but yeah, this you were correct. This is still pretty much set up. So I I don't want to be a I don't want to be a you know a hypocrite and make it sound like it's it's okay to uh, be. It's okay to have you know the setup, a lot of setup, and not pay off in this case. But and but the reality is, we know we know in comic books, we know that there's going to be a lot. There, there's always setup, even when they're finished. Jeff, and I'm a, I do not have I, a I problem. Know, but even, uh, go ahead. You say what you want to say.
0: I don't have a problem with setup. I, what I have a problem with is the amount of setup and lack of payoff. I assumed probably like, and I I feel like I'm not the only one. I assumed that because we were getting biweekly publishing, it it meant okay. Well, yeah, we're sacrificing, you know, paying whatever per month uh, for issues, and yeah, they they kind of helped it by going back to two ninety nine, but but it, you know the it, it, whatever problems you had with biweekly shipping, you at least went well. At least we'll get more story. But we're not really – it's – like like you were saying, the fight between the Sinestro Corps and Hal in this issue could have been really condensed and we could have gotten more stuff with Guy and who he's facing or where – the Green Lantern Corps, you know, maybe the Green Lantern Corps gets a little bit of a hint of where they are. Like for instance, in this flash page where we see the Green Lantern Corps instilling fear, we see the the no, we see this yeah, the Sinestro Corps instilling fear. We see the planet Rand, so Adam Strange's planet, the planet Tamaron, that Starfire's planet. Then later on, Kundia, which is the Kundian homeworld. I don't know what this other one is. Uh, I don't recognize the 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 aliens look f- relatively familiar. But the I don't I don't know who that is. But anyways, like maybe we could have got like an image of an alien or something to at least get a hint of what side of the universe the Green Lantern Corps is on. I just feel like this, there's something. We're, we're, we're I, I, I like I said I don't have a problem with setup. What I have a problem with is the seeming lack of payoff that we're getting, and we're already f- you know three four issues into this thing. I mean, what what have we really learned about what Sinestro's goals are? Uh, what what ha- you know where the Green Lantern Corps is? What like what have you really learned about what is going on in this title up to these four issues that are already out right now? Or even what how
1: uh, Jordan's ring can do that maybe other
0: exactly the, the to be fair at this point the
1: on- the only thing we've really learned in this is what- that of course not surprisingly that sinestro had a has a had a secret plan or an ulterior motive the entire time he was setting the sinestro corps up as a p as a as a police force of the universe and had an ul, ulterior motive in having Sora. shocker yes i know that's it then that that that's that is about the only thing that is that that, that we've learned at this point uh I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I mean, we're completely on the same page as far as I think both. I think both titles are a lot of setup. I think I think Green Lanterns is even guiltier of it than this. I think this. I think this book benefits from the fact that it has so many characters in it that we know and we're interested in in their stories. That it, it makes it a little easier because there's so much stuff jammed in. It makes more sense in a way that you're getting more setup with different different characters in different places because are tellings they have to tell stories of so many different characters because basically this is this is essentially the you know the, at the moment this is the book about everybody but <laughs> but the red Lanterns... <laughs> and John and, and Jessica and uh, Simon so I don't know I think yeah I, I I don't know it I I I agree with you I think there's a... there's there's, there's too much setup Maybe we'll get an, maybe we'll get a little more of an answer to at least like some of the stuff with Sinestro and Parallax once Hal uh, Jordan gets brought to him, once he actually gets turned over to Sinestro, maybe we'll get a little bit more of understanding of what's going on. Maybe Hal, maybe once Hal's in the presence of Sinestro himself, he's going to know something's different. Uh, but then again, Hal didn't know he may not because Hal didn't know that uh, he, Sinestro had Parallax in him when they met in his own in Sinestro's own series the first time, but when, Sin- when Hal and Sinestro first met up after that, because when, Sin- when Hal got his ass kicked by Sinestro when he only Parallax. So I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna find out. I think, hopefully soon. But yeah, they can't. This book still gets a little more. I, based on reaction to this book, I think people still are a lot more. Maybe it's just wishful thinking also, but I, people seem to be a lot more willing to. Ride this one out a little bit longer than Green Lanterns, and which makes sense based on who we're dealing with. We're dealing with pretty much all the main characters of the Green Lantern mythos, really, at this point. And even with the little side, giving a little, throwing a little bone to Atrocitus and Dexter and people like that. That the reality is there aren't anybody, of there aren't any characters that fit that bill going on in Green Lanterns. So, but I agree with you. I think I think this book real, it, it should be. It should be picking up the pace, I think. For at least at this point, for giving giving credit, I do think Roberts done a, is doing a better job writing Hal than he did in the previous series up to this point. Uh, but yes, but there's not, a, but there's also not. You know, so far it's been relatively easy, as far as you know, just put him in a uniform, and have him go out there, and before you know it, he's dealing with the Sinestro Corps. So.
0: Oh, and P.S. I just figured it out: the Planet Numer- Numericron – the I, I just googled it, but I really should have figured it out just by the name of the planet Numericon. 26. six. Yes, this is the planet where two six is from. So, <clears throat> all right, but yeah, I just I just, you know I, we said it last last episode, and I said it's just frustrating to me that we're we're just not getting any payoff, and it's it's not like either of these stories are going someplace bad. Both in Green Lanterns, like we talked about last episode, and this in Hal Jordan, it's it the art is relatively. We haven't talked much about the art. The art is is enjoyable. Uh, there's certain points, at least in terms of Rafa's, where I think things look weird, but they don't look bad. I just notice when things are a little off. Um, but I just feel like I I, I don't know. I, mean, I just feel like we we should I should know more. In each of these stories, I just—I feel like I should know more by this point, and I just—and I don't. I'm just getting setup after setup after setup, and I'm not getting any payoff. And um, maybe I'm making assumptions that I'm owed something as a reader. I don't know. There are some people who think that we aren't owed anything as readers. You know, yes, we pay for these comics, but just because we buy them doesn't mean we necessarily have a say in their direction. I don't necessarily agree with that because it's a consumer market and if you're not putting out something that readers want to read, then you're not going to make any money. So to some to some extent, you sort of owe, quote unquote, your readership a certain you know, certain amount of the things that they want to see. Now, you don't have to cater to them 100%, otherwise what would be the point of telling a creative story? But it's just, I don't know. I don't want to get into that debate. So, I just feel like there's I, Regardless of that side of the debate, I just I'm just saying that we, as as readers, I think we're owed a little more payoff. Uh, yeah, I mean, set up, do your direction that you want to go in, you know, blah blah blah. But I just feel like at four issues into a comic, and as we said last last episode, you know, as far as as far along as we are in the Green Lantern story, you know, as far along as we are. I should know more about, you know, the the whole plot of the story and you know character motivations. Maybe not everything, but I should I should be able if someone were to ask were to ask me. So what's been happening? If someone were to ask me right now, what what's been happening in the pages of these four issues of Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps? Uh, Hal has is a one man Green Lantern Corps going up against Sinestro. Um, Sinastro, like normal, is being his sheisty self, uh, trying to instill order in the universe, and he's, he's got some plan, we don't know what it is. And the Green Lantern Corps is back, but they don't know where they are. They know they're in the right universe, but otherwise, that's it. For four issues of a comic, should my summary really be that brief?
1: No, it shouldn't be.
0: So, that's what I'm saying. Like... I, again, I don't want to I don't want to be I don't want to harp too much too much on that because it makes it seem like, you know, the like I said, like I'm not enjoying the issues that they're not they're not good enough. It's just that they're stretched more than they should be. That's all I'm saying.
1: I agree. I, I Yeah, I I'm really hoping with maybe with maybe the way it's going to be unfortunately and it shouldn't be this way. But maybe almost like until we get through the first arcs in both of these titles, that we're not going to see any any the real switch or transition to less background and more just current storytelling. That everything you need to know pretty much is in this story, as much as as we as we mentioned before. As much as that's ever the case in comic books, because we we all know and 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 we. We've talked about missing it, but we all know that Jeff Johns' era was pretty much just oh, was just one big, lead, you know, telling us telling telling you today's story while laying the groundwork for tomorrow's story at the same time, and that was just it's like <laughs> rinse, lather, repeat. So that's kind of so we know there's a there's a certain element that's just inherent to a, a format like comics where it's it's ongoing and it's just it, it you know it, there's never an end. But there's a but there's a degree to it like we've talked about and it seems like right now we're probably getting at least we're probably getting only like twenty or thirty percent maybe of actual story as opposed to the rest being set up.
0: And yeah. And you know, for the people who would would say that, you know, we're we're just, you know, it's not going to be good enough unless Jeff Johns is writing. It's not really the case because I will be the first one to point out that the whole 3rd Army rather the first Lantern stuff, that side of Jeff Johns' career on Green Lantern, there was just a lot of drag assing right in that uh, at the end of that. So and that and that's that it was that is Jeff Johns' writing. You know, I'm not saying that things were better under Jeff Johns. For a little while, they were, but it's just like he had his okay. Come on, Jeff, let's let's pick up the pace. Let's go here. And so that's not something that I'm just putting on Robert Venditti. It's happened before, and I'm I'm seeing it again, and I don't like it. It has nothing to do with it's. Oh, it's just it's not Jeff Johns. So yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say about these issues? No, uh,
1: they were they were pretty good, but mm-hmm. again, we I think we were hoping hoping for better. I mean, uh, it is it's certainly better than the latter stages of the last Green Lantern run of Robert Venditti. I think that's safe to say that. So, but yes, then,
0: but I will agree with that.
1: But again, with the not to you know, not to be glass half empty here the other asterisk on this is of course it should da- of course should be better because look at what he's working with look at all the material that he has and all the tools uh, that he has in the toolbox now that he didn't have before so yeah. he should be able to create something more you know more more solidly now than, than he could before but we'll see where it goes uh, I know some of the soli- some of the solicits have come out for what some what's going to be happening down the road in this book I think the I think there were the November issues that are going to be coming out, which at least, which I won't go into spoilers about at this point, but it, but it certainly hints that something that I that I thought might happen once the Green Lantern Corps came back into the universe is going to happen in relation to them and the Sinestro Corps, but we'll 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 see. I I have more I kind I kind I still have more hope for this book than I do for Green Lanterns, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: All right, that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Another short one for you. So, uh, Mark, how do they reach out to us? The email is lanterncast at
1: gmail.com, lanterncast at gmail.com. Visit our website, lanterncast.com. You can access our our episodes, our ring cyclops encyclopedia episodes. Our, we do blog. We have Dark Star reviews. We try to, we try to keep it up to snuff pretty well. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and like us on Facebook. Hashtag GLcast to find us on any of those. iTunes and Stitcher, we are on both. So please give us a positive review on any or both formats if you actually listen to us on both. But Whichever one is your preferred format of choice, please l- give us a positive review. Always appreciated. And last but not least, please, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, 708 Lantern, 708 Lantern, and let us know what you think.
0: All right, guys. We'll talk to you later.
1: Good night, everybody. Good night.